Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. It's Tua Time in South Beach. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. future mayor of football hotbed Phoenix, Arizona. And with me, as always, is AJ, the state of Arizona is a hellhole, Marchese. Okay. Well, don't don't send uh, Sun Devil Nation after me, Rob. What's your uh, platform for? Forks you? up. Okay, that's it. I like it. Forks up and bear down. That's that's my platform. Okay, we'll probably win. Let's make Arizona amazing. Okay. Today we're talking all the NFL rookies who thrived and struggled in Week Six. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. And the World Series is in full swing. And maybe you're betting on something else too. You might not be at a game this year. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Before NFL talk, we have some sad news from the 2021 NFL draft class. Um, Penn State running back Journey Rounds expected to miss this season due to a medical condition. Undisclosed, there hasn't been many details yet, but obviously a big blow to that Penn State team. And the running back class in general, mm-hmm. um, Brown was, I think, a summer riser and pretty much consensus top five running back in a class heading into the year. Um, had over 800 yards last year, 12 TDs. Big, big, big playback. I really liked him. I believe AJ also really liked him. I did. I thought he had a really good shot to be the third running back uh, off the board. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, like, especially with Kenneth Gainwell already opting out, I think it was a very, very good chance. Like, it wasn't consistent through the season, but in the games where he was featured, it was big time. Very much so, yeah. And, I mean... This is scary. I uh, hope all is well, but uh, yeah, it, it, for for multiple reasons, this uh, this is disappointing and shitty news. Um, on a brighter note, the Dolphins did name Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, you got Tua a Tago. I can say it when I'm not on the podcast. That's why I feel <laughs> confident trying to say it, and then I can't. I've got a lot of those names that like Tua, I practice. Tua. Yeah. Oh my God, Tua. Tago Viola starting QB for Week Seven against the Rams. Uh, you still got it wrong, but that was. <laughs> I, I'm pretty say shocked. It. Say it, big shot. The fuck now under Tua. Tango Viola. What did I say? Oh, I said Tago Viola. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna stop saying it. I'm no. it's Tua time. <laughs> I uh, I'm pretty shocked that this happened. Obviously, we saw him get into the game at the very end against the Jets, but uh, I didn't expect this news when I was awoken this morning. Rob, how about you? Um, only because, like, Fitz have been playing very, very well. Exactly. They've been winning games. 
They're it very makes much... sense. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad they did it. It makes sense. But like, they just blanked the Jets. I mean, it's the Jets, but still. And you'd think maybe that would be the game where you'd start Tua. Yeah. Um, just because it's the Jets, but at the same time, Fitz was coming off a like an amazing performance against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they 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 didn't want to wait till uh, their bye week. I think their bye week's week eleven. Um, so I guess they didn't want to wait that long, and and so he he's debuting at home against the Rams, then in Arizona, then at home against Herbert and the Chargers, then the bye week. So a, th- a nice little three game showcase uh, prior to the bye. Um, I mean, yeah, I I also love it. It just again, it caught me off guard. And like you said, Fitz was playing really well. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm kind of glad we got to see him. Like it's funny. It's like did, the, did those two plays sell them? Like, all right, this is our quarterback next week, boys. But yeah, with with the Dolphins being very much in the playoff picture right now, uh, caught me off guard, and they're playing good football. Uh, I mean, this is this is awesome though. It's exciting as hell. I uh, it gives us it gives us a lot more content. So that's that's great for us. Big win for us, Ralph. And, and, and I think the, the offensive line's been overachieving. And uh, yep. a resident resident Dolphins fan uh, in front of the show, Matt McCune pointed to that is why he thinks it happened now is, is yeah. because that that Dolphins young offensive line's been playing much better than expected um and, and they I mean it's not like they don't have weapons around them right like the Kisaki's running back situation yeah. the running back situation is not great but the pass catchers I mean yeah you mentioned Gasecki, Devontae Parker Preston Williams like that's three legitimate NFL talent playmakers I like Gaskin's um, enough right now like for yeah well and uh, like the defense is playing pretty good football right now. It's a fun team to watch, and yeah. inserting Tua makes it that much more fun. It was so great to see Fitzpatrick's reaction on the sideline when when they put Tua in, and I'm yeah. sure he's just gonna be like an, the ultimate cheerleader, continuing for Tua. Uh, yeah, it makes this team, like you said, already fun to watch. It makes them a hundred times more fun, though. Very much so. Okay, speaking of rookie quarterbacks. Uh, rookie QB rundown, Justin Herbert on the bye week. Um, most people are expecting him to play at an MVP uh, level when he returns, especially me because I made a big trade in fantasy to acquire him. Um, more importantly, Joe Burrow played against the Colts. Uh, almost won the game, didn't quite. They uh, they fell 31-27. Uh, he ended up throwing an interception on their final game-winning style drive. It was... Uh, it wasn't a great game by any stretch, but it was nice to see him kind of have a bit of a bounce back game after what we saw against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was more like um, he, I want to say his week two game where he's throwing a ton of passes and they're not really pushing the ball that far downfield, but the- he he's looking confident. He he's he's poised behind a bad offensive line. Uh, that's a good Colts defense too, and and, and they managed to put up points. It, it wasn't again. It wasn't a lot of big plays. A lot of the drives are sustained, like long drives. Um, like yeah. uh, his rushing touchdown came on like a, I think a twelve play, like seven minute drive. Um, again, not it wasn't it, like he wasn't one of the best rookies this week by any stretch. But uh, if he hadn't been playing so well to, uh, for that what three game stretch earlier in the year, I, I, you would look at this and be like, this was a really nice game from him. Just our standards became so high with him. This was, I'd say, like it was an okay game, um, but a great game in the context of a rookie bouncing back from a horrid performance the week before. Yeah, very, very, very much so. And I mean, almost came back like you mentioned. They were they were down big. Um, I assume you didn't mention it was Julian Blackman making that great pick because you're mentioning him later in the show. Yeah, yeah, I will be okay. mentioning him. Um, <laughs> They, and they weren't down big. They were way up, and they oh, blew the lead. Sorry, my bad. Reversed. I'm stupid. Yeah, it's okay. They're they're up twenty four seven, and like going into near the end of the second quarter, and then uh, the Colts came alive. I'm dumb. I, I forgot that he wasn't drafted by the Colts. Kidding. Uh, hey, one more rookie quarterback saw a couple snaps. Jalen Hurts, baby, uh, two rushes for twenty three yards and caught a pass for three yards. Uh, I thought he sparked the offense a bit, obviously, when he was in there. Um, they weren't really doing much. They threw him in. He got a couple rushes. And, like, Wentz has gotten his head mostly out of his ass the last two weeks, but the team is still a disaster. I mean, good game, but they still lost. 
I, I do think it would be smart to continue to mix Jalen Hurts in and mix him in more. I, I just getting him involved and in, they they had both of them on the field a couple times and uh, had had them both in the backfield with their hands up. You didn't know where the ball was going, and then yeah, getting him in the ground game and uh, he looked effective. And just just to mix that in, I think is important. Is there any realistic way you see Jalen Hurts starting a game this year for the Eagles? Uh, no. If they were in a better division, maybe. <laughs> I mean, Wentz could uh, – this is terrible to say, but if Wentz gets hurt, yeah, and he's taking a pounding behind that terrible offensive line. Uh, but, no, I, I think just based on performance, I think Wentz is, like, doing well enough now after the last two weeks that uh, I don't see him getting benched for Hurts. But I do see him getting mixed in more, and I think it would be smart too. I've got an even better question. <laughs> okay. Okay, obviously we have seen Herbert and Burrow start. We're going to see two a start. That's the three quarterbacks who went in the, the top ten. Not surprising we're seeing them start games. Will we see any other quarterback drafted in the 2020 draft start a game this year? Uh, that could include your friend Ben DiNucci. I mean, I guess there's a chance DiNucci starts. Uh, like, who else would there even be? Uh, Love Jordan Love no. in a Week 17 throwaway game? Maybe, maybe. Um, Eason, if the Colt like Eason's no chance. Uh, no, I'm gonna say no, just just for the exercise. Maybe Ben Ben DiNucci might be the best chance right now. To be uh, honest, if if you had to, if you had to bet on someone, I think you're betting on Ben DiNucci. He, he got action, so I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, okay, moving on to your offensive rookie of the week. Uh, I'm going to Tr- Tristan Wirfs, who I thought was absolutely fantastic in a tough ass matchup against the Packers. And he was uh he was so good and obviously they kicked the Packers' ass. Uh didn't give up a single pressure, worked the run game beautifully. I know I've said this for months and met so many times, but like he is exactly who the Bucks needed going into the draft. They were lucky he fell far enough for them to strike and grab him one pick, whatever. Uh and he's been better than they could have ever ex- expected. Like exactly what they needed. Um, I'm pretty sure Tampa's first in DVOA, and without him, I honestly think that might be different. He he would have been. My, I I figured you pick him, so I I, uh, I put a second one. But um, I I mean I don't think there's been a better offensive rookie than Tristan Wirfs this year. I don't know if there's been a better rookie in general, especially w- with him being inserted onto a team that's expected to contend for yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. At no point has he been like obviously the Bears game was his, his toughest his toughest game, and he's battling Khalil Mack. But although he did give up um, uh, some pressure and sacks, that game like as a whole he he played way better than most rookies would against Khalil Mack. I agree. And, and like he got flipped the one time, and that's a highlight. But no, I don't. Yeah, like it was it wasn't a good game, but I don't think it was a brutal game at all. No, like I, I wouldn't ding him and say it was one of the five worst that week or anything. Like oh. I think it was like a fine. Agreed. Um, it, it, like has there been a better rookie than him through the first six weeks of the season? In the context of uh, being on a competing team, and you know, like maybe a mo- maybe he's the most valuable rookie so far. That's it. That's it. Because because obviously offensive tackle is one of the hardest positions. In general, well, it's like one of the three most important positions, and rookie offensive linemen generally have a tough time translating. Yeah. Look at Andrew Thomas with the Giants, and Worfs has been money from day one. I think he's on his way to making a Pro Bowl as a rookie. Uh yeah, he's got a great chance to do so. And again, if the Bucks keep winning and they've been great and the defense has been great, uh, yeah, no, rookie season is really within his reach. Agreed. And just talking more, uh, you, you already went through this Packers game a little bit, but like the fact that he he's going toe to toe with Darius Smith, mm-hmm. Preston Smith, like just one of the the best pass rushing groups in the NFL, and they did he's nothing. giving up. He gave up zero. Yeah, like he's just so athletic and so strong. I still cannot believe he fell as far as he did. The fact that he fell over the top ten is crazy. Um, Very man, much so. He is, yeah. He's fun to watch. He's already one of my my favorite um, offensive linemen to watch in the NFL. And and leading for a Rojo career game, I assume. <laughs> I don't know if it was the best game of his career, but I'm sure it was. <laughs> Rojo, he, he's back to back to back 100 yard games. Whoa, stud! I told you, I'm not, I don't miss. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that would be the obvious other choice to Tristan Works this week. Yeah. Uh, flashier game uh, as a skill position man. Nine catches, 166 yards, two touchdowns. Just the okay. I think that the the best play was the stutter and go. Yeah. He just killed Kendall Sheffield. <laughs> uh, poor Kendall Sheffield. I've watched too many Falcons games and. Kendall Sheffield's not very good. Um, but just his ability to run routes and just torch people already is impressive. And he he's he's emerges the go-to guy, and he's been one of the best wide receivers this year in general. Very much so. Um, yeah, like the, the class as a whole is like it just – it's every week. It's not like you're seeing these headline numbers, but, I mean, you'll see a couple tweets like where like – this class as a whole is just putting up insane numbers for them, and Jefferson's at the top of the class. And remember, like, the first two weeks, like, didn't get him involved enough, and we were saying that, and then it's like, all of a sudden, just boom, clicked. And I guess because the Vikings offense were just a shit shit show the first two weeks anyways, but yeah, it's been amazing, and I mean, it's almost like like going into a game now, you ex- you're expecting him to have, like, 80 yards and six catches and a touchdown, like, as a baseline day, you know? Like, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Well, th- this in the Titans game from earlier in the year, that's two of the best wide, rookie wide receiver performances I think the NFL has ever seen. Fair enough. Um, yeah. th- this one getting a little less attention because they did get blown blown out by the Falcons, but yeah, um, like he, he th- through six games, he's already over five hundred yards. He's averaging uh, over nineteen a catch. Yeah, and th- th- the the funny thing is at LSU, it wasn't like he was the like not to say he wasn't a big playmaker like downfield playmaker but he was known as the kind of the safe slot guy he was always working himself open in in zone coverage finding holes and just a really great underneath route runner and then he he gets to the vikings they need him to be more than that and he has been more than that and he's torching man coverage he's just he's so his start stop ability and explosiveness out of his breaks his his understanding i think of how how to win with a release and how to how to win with a stem and just he is so nuanced for a route and honestly, as a rookie. I think that's why we were both bullish on him is that like winning in the slot. I don't honestly. I think sometimes that people think it's too easy, but we saw all the nuance in his route running, and I thought like he had a great combine, and I'm like all of that can translate to being a downfield guy too. So, um, regardless though, like what a major win win the Diggs trade was for both teams, eh? Oh, for sure. Like I, um, I'm happy when we get trades like that, where, where we kind of peg Jefferson to the Vikings like the second that trade happened. But like, yeah, that, that worked out great for both teams. It's gonna be sick when Trey Lance is throwing him the football uh, in here. It is gonna be sick. Okay, defense rookie of the week. I didn't have anyone obvious at all, so I, I kind of went. Back. I didn't either. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think it was a great week, f- like unless the the top couple of guys, and then it's like, yeah. Anyways, um. Also, it's kind of just a shitty week of football in, in general, to be honest. One of my least favorite in all Wrong. In my Wrong. Opinion. Anyways. Wrong. I'm going back to the well. A bit of an up and down game, but I thought the highs were so high that I gave it to Jalen Johnson. Because, like, the two PBUs he had, the one just amazing play, and then Gibson made the interception. I don't know, man. That was, like, one of my favorite plays from Sunday. Yeah, he gave up some yards. Had some rookie mistakes where, like, he, he just blew a coverage. Um, I think he got called for a really bad DPI. I don't know. Like, he hasn't made those mistakes at all. And I, just the ability to break on balls and uh, the lack of the rookie mistakes outside this, this the one or two he made in this game. I just, it's been so great. So I almost gave him, there's no one here, I give it to him. That's <laughs> kind of what I did. And, and again, when you look at a lot of these other rookie corners struggling, it's impressive how yeah. he's uh, a starting corner on one of the best defenses in the league. And he, and he looks like he belongs. And you've mentioned last week, um, some of his, his penalties and then this week a couple of his struggles but it, it's like when you look at it through the lens of he's a rookie second round corner who has been thrown into the starting lineup on a team that's competing competing for yeah. a playoff spot and he, he, he's playing this well and he looks like he belongs i think that's a huge plus yeah totally agree um it was another ticky tack dpi this week so so we don't count it here at exactly. seven rounds in heaven exactly uh yeah there wasn't a lot of like major defensive rookie performances this week um i went with julian blackman yep the Colts safety he had the game-winning interception uh on, on jo- off joe burrow 
it was a perfect play where I, I don't know if Burrow didn't see him or thought he could fit it in before Blackman mm-hmm. would break on the ball and make a play, and he just he jumped the route and ended the game. He's just been so – his instincts – have been so incredible for a rookie. He is the perfect safety for that defense too. Like Malik Hooker had had so much potential and just never could stay healthy. He, he's going to be gone for agency for sure yeah. now. Yeah. And, and Black, Blackman looks like he's going to start back there for a decade. I don't know if he'll, he'll be a Pro Bowl guy, but he's been so disruptive in coverage for a rookie uh, who who went in the third round? And a lot of people criticized the pick, and he just—he's also tough as hell. Yeah, like he throws his body around. I think him and Jordan Fuller have been—I know Fuller's on IR now, but they've both been just so. It's the instincts, the physicality, and this is the safety train coming through <laughs> Musiman right now. Um, They—I don't know. I—I I just love safeties, and when you you get just guys who are so smart and tough, and it, it kind of outweighs maybe some of their physical shortcomings i love it yeah i know because that's that was me as a player (laughs) yeah exactly hey i heard one time you put uh you pancake nathan shepherd though yeah now now he's nfl career's not going so well so uh who's the who's the worst rookie you saw uh this is a mean one i think i've done it a couple times i i didn't have like a standout terrible performance but terrence Steele was bad (laughs) but that cowboys offensive line was fucking brutal like i guess biotish was okay like considering but, I mean, the Cardinals felt like they're getting pressure on every snap. Chandler Jones wasn't playing. Uh, you were out there on the other side. What's his name? I, I don't, like, who, I don't Den- know who it is. Dennis, what is it? Gardak? Keep talking. Gardak, I think. Yeah, so yeah Gardak. It, it's Gardak. It's He's you. the best. It's literally you out there on the edge. Anyway, so. <laughs> that was, it was just really bad. I mean, the Cowboys, first of all, the entire offense looked terrible, but the offensive line especially. But I, the, Dude, the, De- sorry, one sec. Dennis Gardeck has a sick, like, route to the NFL. He, he he's from Lake in the Hill. The town is called Lake in the Hills. It's in Illinois. Okay. And I guess it's just a Lake in the Hills. I don't know. Yep. Um, he played at Crystal Lake High School. <laughs> is that I don't where, know if that's the lake. That's where Jason's from, isn't it? The I don't. Horror, is it horror guy? Yeah. In Illinois. Camp Crystal Lake, yeah, I don't know. Okay, okay, we'll 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 chalk that up for you. Yeah, he went to West Virginia State. What the fuck is West Virginia State? Um, it's not a lot going on on their Wikipedia page. Can't tell you very much. Uh, they're the Yellow Jackets, and then transferred to Sioux Falls. Yeah, where where he was a nominee for the Harlan Hill Trophy and a finalist for the Cliff Harris Award. Wow, he he is a six foot two, two hundred and fourteen pound edge rusher. I told you, so it's you. Anyway, back to back to what you were doing. Uh, Sorry, uh, no, okay. So I <laughs> no, I, I was just going off on steel, and then uh, my, but my last point is it's it's not like he's well, he is playing because of injury, but he was starting at right tackle the whole year, so uh, I felt a little bit better about putting him here because of that. <laughs> West Virginia State's football program doesn't exist anymore. Okay. I, like, I don't think. It's amazing to me. Like, how does that guy find his way to the NFL? They will. They had a couple no win and one win seasons, and are holy shit, this team is bad. Uh, uh, okay, is, uh, this I'm way off topic. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we end the show? Not not this episode. We keep doing the episode, but we cancel the show and go and try out for West Virginia State. I could start at West Virginia State. I, I'm I, confident in that. What position? Oh, you're, you'll be, they'll be like, ah, oh, it's Gardak all over again. <laughs> Gardak's back. He's a short. He's a shorter Gardak. He's 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 the same age as us too. So, for the record, don't reveal our age to the listeners. This is off the wheels. My worst rookie is Clavon Chisson, the edge rusher for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We like picking and on the I, same dudes. Eh? Well, it's it turns easy. out the guys who are bad continue to be bad. Whoa. Hear me out, though. It started hot for Chisson against the Lions, where on on the Lions, I think it was their opening drive, uh, they got a big third and five stop, but Chisson lined up offside and allowed the oh. first down to happen, and then they gave him a touchdown. And after that, he, he, I didn't think he made a play, but I thought I, I saw him out there for a lot of snaps while I'm watching this game. Like, 
but I don't think he's in on anything. So after I check, he didn't record a tackle and he played 71% of snaps. I'm watching him for a lot of this. Every time he rushed to the passer, except for one spin move he pulled off, every time he's rushing the passer, he's just getting stonewalled. He, I know we're six games in, but part of it is I don't think the Jaguars have any plan whatsoever with him. Yeah. Also, Josh Allen wasn't playing. Um, but it's just, you're not seeing him being used in any good way. I don't know. I don't know what they think they have in him. They don't really, they, 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 from time to time, they'll have him play a off ball linebacker, but not very consistently. And then like, I don't know. I think he should be for the time being, they're starting Sam linebacker. And rush the passer, like, and obviously as a Sam, he's not going to be on the field that much. And then rush the passer on, on passing down. Uh, d- d- was he just doing his old, he gets stonewalled and he flails his arms a couple times? And that's yeah, 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 oh yeah. And like, that's like, this is now what, <laughs> six games in, and it, it's like that, we just each week trade saying that about him. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. It's, yeah, C.J. Henderson um, saw a game. Not, nothing like DeRay home about, but I thought he played a solid game. The Lions did just really just torch Trey Hen- Herndon. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he got torched. Um, that Jag secondary <laughs> is bad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jones just kept getting called on pass interference. It was great. <laughs> that game was not how about Dan- How did Daniel Thomas look? He had, like, nine tackles last week. My boy. Did he play a lot? He, 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 yeah, not a lot, but when he, 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 I respect how much he throws his body around. Yeah, that's why I liked him. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That, Joe Schobert made a lot of plays, even though they couldn't stop the Lions. Classic Joe Schobert, baby. Love Joe Schobert. Uh, primetime star. I hesitate to pick this game because it started at 5 o'clock Eastern. Wasn't primetime. really wasn't really primetime, but it was supposed to be Thursday night, so I gave it to them. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, in the rain, they needed to rely on him big time. And he came through big time. Had under 61 yards on 26 carries, 94 yards after contact. That's impressive. Uh, kind of back to the Clyde Edwards-Alaire we saw, what, week one, where he's breaking tackles. I think he broke four tackles. And just every time he touched the ball, it felt like he was going to make something happen. And, uh, hey, had a touchdown on a bad flag, brought it back that wasn't a hold. Uh, I think he was the easy choice, to be honest. He was also my choice. So there, was, I mean, there wasn't a lot else to pick no. from, and he had an incredible game. Like the the offense, heavily used him. It felt like for the first time. Yep, since uh, since um, week one. Yeah, yeah, just to burn his legs. Now that they got Love Bell in the in the, <laughs> in the building, uh, but yeah, no, he was just bouncing off everything. Yeah. Um, he, but he he was making plays inside and outside. I thought it, it was an, it, it's one of the best rushing performances I think we've seen this season in general. Yeah, I agreed. It, it, the rain was fun. I don't know. It, it was a lot of fun. Imagine trading him in fantasy though. Yeah, well, I mean, when you can get Justin Herbert, you have to do it, okay? <laughs> uh, in a yeah. two in a two QB league where it makes more sense to have quarterbacks and running backs. For the record, for the listener, <laughs> yeah, a full dynasty league where our rosters are forty five players. It's forty, okay? It's just forty five because I'm lazy and it's. It gives me breathing space. Anyways, underwhelming performance, Rob. Where are you going? I I hate to to pick this guy because he's played so well to this point. But oh, Jedrick Wills. I'm doing. I hate to pick this guy too. So that I'm glad. Okay. Yeah, Jedrick Wills. I mean, it was the whole Browns offensive line. They they had been mm-hmm. kind of carrying that team and giving them an identity, and then they ran into the the steel curtain defense and. As a whole, like nobody looked good up front, so it's hard to just kill the rookie left tackle. Um, but Dupree got the best of them a handful of times. They're blitzing the hell out of them too, and Baker Mayfield looked horrible. Um, it's a, again, it's hard to hard to kill him, but uh, it, it was underwhelming. Uh, I'm doing the same thing, except the complete opposite. If that makes any sense, uh, Chase Young. It was make sense. no. Hold on, he, he was underwhelming because it, he. Didn't ruin the Giants' offensive line like I expected. Wasn't a bad game at all. Like I think he got credit with the TFL. Uh, he forced Jones into a red zone pick that maybe should have came back. But anyways, uh, wasn't as stout against the run as he usually is. And like Daniel Jones coming off the injury though. I know I'm not being mean. It's like I just I was hoping he's gonna smoke them, which he, uh, you know, it's been easily. It like it's not Did... a bad game at all. It's just like I was ready for him to fucking toast this Giants line. And it. Go ahead. What you're gonna ask a question? Do... Did Andrew Thomas 
how did he play? Yeah, okay, better I would say, but they were mixing Pert in, and I'll, I'll talk about that more later. But yes, yeah, they're, they're mixing. It was weird. It wasn't just the first quarter either. They kind of just mix him in, and now uh, Judge already is saying it, he, he's not committing to Thomas being a starter. But it lit a bit of a fire. It's good. But I didn't see much of a difference between Thomas and Pert. Ah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, anyways, uh, Daniel Jones kept keeping it on the on the old zone read and uh, <laughs> getting yards and. Young was there and kind of just missed it a couple times. Again, not a bad game at all. I just was ready for him to – like, I chose this game hoping – I mean, I already knew the result, but I'm hoping that he was just going to fucking dominate, uh, which he didn't. So that's my pick. Um, I will add – I've got two more. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, it's just – it's still – like, it was – like, he had over 100 total yards, um, 55 receiving, 60 on the ground. But it just – Especially in a week where you see DeAndre Swift and Clyde Edwards Alaire go off, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of waiting for it with Jonathan Taylor, and it almost felt like he had as much hype as any rookie this I year. Was, like, yeah, he was expected to be the best statistically of the bunch. And then Marlon Mack goes down, and, and everyone's like, "Well, it's fine. Like Jonathan Taylor's going to go off," and he really hasn't. Um, they've sh- the the offense as a whole struggles. Philip Rivers has been very not great. Um, but you're just waiting for him to rip off these big plays, and it's still not happening. And he's a freak of nature as an athlete, and so you're, you're waiting for him. He's gonna have one run where they run run him off Quentin Nelson's ass. He breaks a couple a couple tackles and, and houses one. It still hasn't happened, and it's been a lot like of kill- him going down on first contact. Yes, and, and his lack of vision is a little alarming. Um, like again, uh, underwhelming just because you're waiting for it. Yeah. It's, it's the Bengals, and still not happening. And like through through six games, to me, he looks like he he's a fine number two NFL running back. Which again, he's a rookie, so it's hard to kill him. But when you see Clyde Edwards-Helaire and DeAndre Swift torching defenses, you're you're hoping to see a game soon where Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. goes off. Very much. Um, so. Do you have anybody else or should I jump to my last No, one? go to your last guy. I, I'm, I, I didn't have too many rookies I found this week, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, go. Uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, okay. Against the Patriots, that game was, oh, God, so many field goals. <laughs> it was just Brandon McManus hitting, like, f- bomb field goals. He's sick, by the way. He's my rookie of the week. <laughs> um, they, they beat the Patriots 18-12. Uh he it was just you you thought you're hoping with lockback that they might yeah. um hit some more big plays but it it was like not he didn't see an absolute ton of targets but i also thought he struggled to create separation um th- and, and just lacked a little bit of chemistry with lock again it's hard to kill him but it's when you see Justin Jefferson every other week going off Chase Claypool going like these other Stud rookies having those. Jerry Judy hasn't had that game yet, right? He's had, like the, he had that, the one moment. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but. he had the he had the mossing of the Jets, but and, and he hasn't been bad or anything like by any stretch. But you're just kind of waiting for this his game when all these other guys are doing it. Yeah, I, I get it. It's just like the Broncos' offense have been a mess, and like you said, it was Locke's first game back. Not killing him for anything, but uh, you know, I, I get it. He's uh he's better than Deshaun Hamilton. I'll tell you that for free. Go fuck off. <laughs> You're right though. <laughs> uh, okay, who looks like a hit? Jeremy Chin, man. He had a great pick. Uh, kind of just dropped off his guy. Fell back. Uh, high pointed the ball. It was a bad throw from Foles, but still, like I just think like Chin's been such a force for the Panthers. Like even when he isn't putting up big stats, it just feels like his ability to get sideline to sideline. Uh, play balls to the wall like every snap. It just feels like mm-hmm. so huge for the Panthers being competitive this year. Uh, aside from you know the great scheming by Brady and, and Co on the offense, but and, and like for a young defense, I, f- I, I I'm not confirming anything, but he feels like the leader there. And I, I just think that all coming together for a second round guy that slept a little bit. Um, it's been great. Uh, I think he's he's awesome. Yeah, he every every time you watch the Panthers, he's an energizer bunny for them. Yeah. He it feels like he's in on every tackle. He cleans up everything, um, and they have pieces there. Like obviously, there's Derek Brown, Shaq Thompson, Dante Jackson, but I it think, already like you said, it already feels like he's kind of he, yeah. he's he's giving off that dude alpha energy when you watch yeah. that Panthers defense. Yeah, and that's what I think we both expect from Derek Brown. 
that hasn't come, but I, this might have been his bat, best game. He, he got, a, I think he got a couple of hurries in there against against Foles and Co. But but he, he I mean he uh, we mentioned he looked good against the Cardinals and the Chargers. I think he had like three TFLs against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's starting to put it together. He he's just inconsistent. He struggles against good offensive lines, yeah. like or slash the Falcons, uh, and then uh, he feasts on the lesser offensive lines. Yeah, that's pretty much. But like that's that's not bad for a rookie. It's just a little disappointing. No, when he's no, no. Tampa. I'm also yeah. I've I've also been overly hard on him. I think. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Um, looks like a hit for me. Chase Claypool. Hell yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I love the pick when it happened. A lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans on my my Steeler Twitter didn't love the pick. Uh, uh, a lot can, of draft Twitter people didn't love the pick. Can I say I didn't, Steelers, I didn't love the pick because I knew I was too low on him once the Steelers took him? Ha ha ha. I love the pick as a Steelers fan, and as, as a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, as a long time Irish fan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, six touches, 75 yards, two touchdowns against the Browns. He he had another uh, jet sweep touchdown. Matt, Matt Canada's influence is all over this offense, which <laughs> is hilarious to me because we've been long time Matt Canada stance, even through the bad times. And yep. he's the quarterback coach in Pittsburgh now. And they incorporated a lot of jet motion, which is his bread and butter. I think he's going to be an offensive coordinator. Um, in college football again soon. He should be. I hope so. At least. He, should just, be. he is a good... I mean, he did well with Maryland, given the circumstances. Yeah, it was just the LSU uh, job. Yeah, I know. So kind of like dirtied his name. Yeah. Dirtied his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Claypool just... His his size and his speed are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger clearly trusts him already. Um, especially with Deontay Johnson uh, dealing with injuries. Like, Claypool's just been the dude. He's already in the last two weeks he's been the focal point of of the passing game and uh he, he's just so much fun to watch he's just such a he i i think he's this class is dk metcalf where he was a freak in nature and people still had certain questions about him he he slid obviously it's not the same level as dk because a lot of people thought dk metcalf was a, a first round talent yeah um but claypool just is such a freak that it's just panning out and he land when you land with the right situation too like DK mm-hmm. Metcalf in Seattle and Chase Claypool in Pittsburgh. Pretty perfect, Rob. Happy for both of us, eh? Mapletron. Yeah, it's nice to have a stud wide receiver, isn't it? It's beautiful. I, I I swear, I say this to you every week. I still can't believe Metcalf's a Seahawk. It's weird. And you'll be saying that about Claypool next year, Rob. Claypool and uh, DK, both uh, fun social media follows as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good guys. Anyways. All right, who... <laughs> Looks like a Who miss. You got is a miss. Yeah, it looks like a miss for me. This is one that I kind of just wanted to talk about more than anything. AJ Epineza, who. Oh, I've got him somewhere. Okay, positively, I hope not. Because <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's talk about him now. Then I I, I do have another one, but uh, we'll get there in a sec. Twenty two snaps on Monday. Uh, did get credited with a pressure, but going back to y- last week, he got yanked off the field. <laughs> he jumped offside in that brutal situation. Uh, and he just hasn't played that much. And, I mean, we we didn't think he was going to be on the field too much early in his career, but we also thought the Bills' front seven was good, which it isn't, because they were just getting gashed by Clyde Everett-Hilaire. And that, that Chiefs off the line was moving them like crazy. Um, and I don't know, just him not getting on the field isn't a great thing for a guy that um, – I forget where, where you had him um, on your board. I think I had him, what, top – 35 for me i i, I certainly did uh yeah i i sorry not, i was higher i was trying him 21 so that looks like a big miss for me again it's early but uh not 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 a great look especially for a guy that i thought would fit the nfl well and i thought like he'd look good when he's on the field you know what i mean even if he's not getting on the field a lot like the bills bench harrison phillips and uh whoever the hell else just healthy scratch them so like they're really trying to get things going and uh on the defensive line and epineza is not working there yeah, I put him under needs to step it up because yeah. they the Bills obviously didn't have a first round pick because they traded for Stephon Diggs and he he was their first pick. Um, their defensive line hasn't been playing well. I like you mentioned, we didn't think he would have a huge role early in his career because they they have depth there. But as it turns out, not all that great in the yeah. end. Yeah. And, and and 
and they lack so much pass rush right now, and you'd hope he could provide something because he's so, or at least at Iowa, he was so good with his hands, yeah. and it made up for some of his lack of athleticism, but to this point, he's went on the field not making much of an impact, and it makes you question maybe that lack of athleticism will, should have been more of a concern in our evaluations. Uh, I, I personally really struggle sometimes with, with going back and forth, like, do you how much you take in how poor an athlete is but versus how good the tape was and vice versa like this guy's a freak athlete but the tape isn't that good where does it mash and the NFL it looks like he's gonna take too, so <laughs> yeah and it looks like it's gonna take longer for his development um than we suspected because I, I thought he would uh, like maybe not light the league on fire or anything but i thought he would be a competent football player Agreed. when he gets in there because he because of the leverage because of the hands because of the power yeah and just how good he was against the run at Iowa as well. He versus like he gets on the field, he's, he's done nothing to this point in his yep. career. Yep, exactly. Uh, I'll give you Jeff Gladney. Fuck yeah, another <laughs> another guy we had in our twenties, I think both of us. <laughs> um, he really struggled against the Falcons. He forced a fumble, and hey. he's very active. He's a very feisty, active tackler. But he's really struggling as an outside corner, and I maybe maybe he makes that shift to nickel. Uh, we'll see, but just overwhelmed by size uh, was kind of one of my takeaways. Struggled with Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley's route running uh, gave him some issues. It's a tough matchup. It, yeah, no, it was definitely not an easy one. It, it's just he... He has to make good. The other, the, the other two Vikings corners that are also rookies definitely outplayed him against the Falcons. Fair enough. Uh, I'll throw one more in here for uh, for uh, posterity's sake. Uh T. Higgins, baby, who I wasn't ready to say. I know I'm dipping in. I wasn't ready to say I missed a few weeks ago because I was waiting for his big game. Here it was, 125 yards, six grabs. Uh, So, yeah, I was too low, and he he looks like he'll be there Z for a long time there. And uh, I already threw him under this, I think, what, a week or two ago? Two two weeks ago, yeah. I think after the Eagles game, yeah. Speaking of Eagles, I bet they need to trim their nose hairs. Uh, Manscaped just released the Weed Wagger, a nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. You wouldn't want it to just be powerful and not rechargeable, and you wouldn't want it to be just rechargeable and not powerful. This gives you both. Have you ever... I made that up myself, AJ. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? If you did, you're dead and you're in a fucking grave. Rest in peace. That, that might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while prov- providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Personally, I couldn't get a date until I started using the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Um, and the World Series is on right now, actually. Plus, there's NFL every weekend. And when college football games aren't postponed or canceled, they happen. So head to Bet Online and gamble away all your life savings. But don't do that because that would mean you have a problem. We don't gamble if we have problems. No. Use gambling. I've dug myself into a hole. Yeah. Use gambling as a fun way to enjoy sports with minimal bets. Does this sound like I'm reading a real ad? Because I'm not. <laughs> no, so it, made up myself. It sounds like you're in a hole here, bud. <laughs> so maybe a $5 bet. Maybe a par away. Do what is fun and not yes. what will play get within you your limits, Rob. There it is. Thanks for saving me. Bet online. Uh, okay, who needs to step it up, AJ? <laughs> I already said. <laughs> I already said AJ Epinesa. 
Uh, yeah, here we're, I'm gonna go with a couple of Rob's and AJ's greatest hits down the stretch here. So let's get ready. Hey, you let it in. Speak. Means. You'll see. Don't worry. Speaking of the Eagles, I know you'll get it right away. John Hightower, baby. <laughs> I think you had still your not good. Time. No, he, still not good. Rob had a brutal fucking drop on a would-be touchdown. Uh, Shit. <laughs> Wentz can't get anything from anyone. The receivers are so bad this week. Offensive line's garbage, and he's kind of better now. So there we go. Anyways. He did get a 50-yard catch. That was big for them. But his, that's his only catch. One catch, 50 yards. Had four ta- uh, targets. He's a nine-trick pony like I tried to tell you over a year ago now, baby. And now he can't catch either. So it's great. It's a perfect recipe. Uh, Quez Watkins is back. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't even think he caught the ball. Uh, Greg Ward is is going back to being a quarterback. Uh, J.J.R. Siegel-Whiteside, massive miss for A.J. Uh, they they need they still need John Hightower to step up, and I mean, when he's he, when he's flying, he's getting open, but uh, he can't catch. And he did one time fifty yards, but he's got to catch the other one. It would have been a touchdown. So, John Hightower, get open and catch the ball, please. Well, wow, you just dunked on him. <laughs> Fuck you, Daniel Jeremiah, and your evaluation too. Oh wow, okay, we're just calling people in now. <laughs> Do you have anybody else, or should we move on? No, let's move on. You want we want more greatest hits, Rob? Not ready to play Isaiah Simmons because I mean he must not be right. <laughs> Fuck. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, this game was over in the first quarter. I, I know it was what fourteen nothing, but it was over. Uh, the Cowboys' offense was garbage. Uh, and Simmons still played like eighteen snaps. Sick. Twenty one snaps. I think three of them were, were special teams. I don't know. I no, saw t- t- ten. I've got it open. Twenty-one defensive snaps, ten special teams. Snaps. Okay, That's pretty cool. good. Because I saw Great two. Day. I saw twenty-one somewhere else, and I saw eighteen somewhere else. So I, hey, I, he accidentally broke. He broke up a pass by accident. That's what I was about to get to, baby. The ball did hit him in the back. Uh, he was there, I guess. He carried the receiver downfield, so that was nice. But uh, this is just getting crazy that he can't get on the field. Oh, sorry. I decided. Yeah, go ahead. I've decided they should give up on him as a linebacker and make him a box safety. I don't know, man. It's like just make him Cam Chancellor. Yeah, why not? Why not? But I mean, they got like, safeties. Buda Baker had the game of his goddamn life. I swear to God, that is one of the greatest safety games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. I was absolutely fantastic. Byron like, Murphy had a great game. Uh, Thompson wasn't bad. Like it was the, the young secondary guys showed up. Yeah, just keep drafting UW DBs. And keep playing Andy Dalton, correct. God, I love UW DBs. I can't wait to live there one day. Um, okay, I, I'll throw two corners at you. Trevon Diggs, who was also in this game. <laughs> but um, he was better. Wasn't, yeah. He I was gonna say he wasn't like absolutely torched or anything, but he he like I don't know, he just doesn't have ins- like the, the one that really bothered me is when they ran mesh and he just got so lost and DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins picked up like 40 yards on the yeah. catch and run. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, he just doesn't look like he should be on the field yet, but, which... You're, you're right, but, like, he might... Like, he makes the best like, plays in that secondary. I'm not saying he's the... the I don't know how to put it. Because Daryl Worley's like... I swear to God, I've saw people standing Daryl Worley. He's like, he's been up... Yeah. No, he's garbage. He's not good. <laughs> Sorry, Daryl Worley. <laughs> Uh, that that secondary is a disaster. I know. I'm being an asshole today. I don't know why. Um, that secondary is so bad. So, like... Uh, so, I, I guess your point is they can't afford not to play him. Yeah. I think that... Thank you, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just ruin Daryl Worley's life and burn his family to the ground the way you were there. Um, I also put AJ Terrell, who... He had a he had pretty solid first half. Yeah. And, th- and then it kind of went a little bit downhill from there uh had an interception on uh, it was a pretty sick interception too uh on a underthrown or like a a, a poorly placed ball so he sounds um, like you should win rookie of the week okay continue yeah had a, had a nice tfl really really nice tackling actually but in the second half um he he really struggled in man coverage mm-hmm. he just like he looks versus trevon Diggs, who i just don't think is gonna end up being that good AJ Terrell, you saw the potential there, um, and but then the second half, he just got kind of overwhelmed against Adam Thielen, against Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but I, I th- like it was a. That's why I'm, it wasn't like a horrible performance or anything. I think that again, they can't really afford not to play him though. So I don't. <laughs> you, know. you sound so torn. Coming off COVID, I, I I think that's a good game, and he deserves the Pepsi Rookie of the Week nomination that he got. <laughs> 
Wait, he got, he got nominated for Rookie of the Week? Yeah, he's one of the nominations, yeah. Alright. Okay. It's a, b- a bad week this week. That's true. He's also my... Who else was nominated? Uh, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, oh. a, guy, a guy I'm going to mention in a wait, second, Justin Jefferson. Wait, it, wait, it's not offensive and defensive. How did? Why not, wasn't it just no, the, no, it's one. It's I don't know. I don't know how it works. I really have no idea. It's it like five be, guys. Because it should be Jefferson, <clears throat> Werfs, Swift, Alaire. Swift is one. And Claypool. Of them, yeah. uh, Claypool wasn't. Anyway, uh, okay, best day three rookie. Uh, <laughs> Solomon Kinley. Who, uh, hey, shout out to Matt hey. McCune again, baby. Because he was mauling again, and uh, he's obviously been great. We've mentioned him multiple times. And I honestly, he's been getting better, too, because especially in pass protection. It, like, I, I felt like early in the year, you – I thought you know, I'll say, you were giving me a little too much credit. All right, Rob? But now now he, he definitely deserves oh. it. I'm just being oh, wait, asshole. now that you've decided? <laughs> I hate you. No, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's gotten better in pass protection. He's still mauling in the run. Um, and we touched upon earlier, and maybe that's a good reason why Tua is playing now. And uh, uh, Robert Hunt looked pretty good, too, while we're here, too. So uh, that's huge. Well, yeah, because he with, – with especially, yeah, Austin Jackson went to IR. They moved Jesse Davis to left tackle and inserted Robert Hunt. Yep. And, obviously, it's not ideal they lose Austin Jackson, but it's nice to see that Hunt – looks like the future at right tackle yeah exactly very much so um i went with two rookie guards also drafted Whoa. on day three because that's the segment um kevin dotson with the steelers got the start at right guard for injured david de castro and then our king michael and Wenyu, who i don't know he's playing right tackle he one plays. snap the next he's playing left guard now he's a right guard the patriots are moving everybody around has anyone um, talked about why they're doing that well, in this game, it ha- it was well, it was partially because injuries. Like, okay. um, Illuminor is why he was starting a right tackle, and yep. then uh, and then wait, did someone get hurt? Did they just do it? Now I'm not I, so I think, sure. I think Win was out for a couple plays. It was him. weird though, because sometimes like it, it started with Heron, who's also a rookie at left tackle, Win at left guard, yeah, um, and when you at right tackle. And then all of a sudden, they just, like, swapped Aaron and win. I, I'm and telling then, you, Belichick's about to reinvent football no. again by playing matchup <laughs> off the line. They moved Heron to right tackle. They moved um, Wenyu to left guard. Then Hajalte Froholt was in. I don't know what was going on. I was just, yeah. Anyway, Michael and Wenyu, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, he's good. <laughs> he, 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 um, one of Cam Newton's best plays came early in the first half. He threw a perfect cut block to spring the run. Uh, he just mauls people. I think he is a again a ten year starter at guard. He in, in pass protection too, just locked down against uh like a, a pretty creative Broncos front seven. Mm-hmm. And, and he he was they, they they had issues the with the offensive line and it was never him. Uh, and then with Dotson, it's just DeCastro is one of the best guards in football. And Dotson inserted and it was just like DeCastro wasn't even missed. Um. I think with once DeCastro's healthy, uh, Matt Filer's probably going to be free, like leaving free agency this offseason. Dotson's going to take over the left guard spot. Um, just, again, a dude who wasn't even invited to the combine, which is criminal. And, yeah, hey, big hit for us. Top 100 on my board. <clears throat> um, and just he was killing people, and he's just so good in the run game. I mean, he, him and Onwenu have similar vibe about their playing style. Yeah, it felt like there's a lot of those uh, guards in and the Kinley too. Hey, All I had three do- of those guys. I had Dotson and Damian Lewis back to back, eighty three and eighty four, baby. Go that on. that's like nice. Yeah, all four of those guys. Damian Lewis too. Obviously, he was on a bio this week, but all four of those guys, similar kind of style. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Oh, I have one more. Braden okay. Man. Yeah. Ten was- punts. Ten punts. <laughs> he was stud, baby. Ugh. Got me fifteen fantasy points. <laughs> you drafted him in the first round, so it was worth it. Was it was sick. I, I love, hey, I, I'm telling you, that one Texas A&M game from like three years ago, I, I was a little drunk on uh, Twisted Tea. I thought it was the greatest punter game I've ever seen. Uh, best undrafted rookie. Uh, hey, f- not friend of the trail. One of my guys, baby, Jermichael Hasty. It wasn't like an amazing performance, but he came in uh, after Moser got hurt, uh, unfortunately, again. And they, they mixed him in with like, like just instead of McKinnon, as Shani does. <laughs> Like, I don't think it was an amazing performance, but like he got 37 yards and he looked pretty pretty shifty every time he touched the ball. 
I don't I don't know what he's gonna be in this offense going forward, but I, I guess he's gonna be mixed in until Simon Coleman comes back. Um, and there was no really uh, great UDFA performance. I know James Robinson could be here every week, but it, maybe his quietest game. So. Yeah, I put James Robinson because <laughs> he, he wasn't even that good. But like, there was an, I I didn't have any other undrafted rookies really making much of an impact. Yeah. Caught a gar- garbage time touchdown. Um, it wasn't really his fault though. Uh, the Lions' defense looked really really good. That's um, weird. And Gardner Minshew looked horrible. Uh, I'm gonna I was gonna ask about Okuda, but I feel like you pr- maybe you have him somewhere. I don't know. No, I I don't. He was like it was more like they didn't even target him. Really? Mm. Like, I saw you got, like Minshew was underthrowing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I Minshew mean, was bad back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Anyways, uh, hey, <laughs> rookie who flashed, baby. Look who it is. Cole Komet. His first career touchdown. Uh, it was a nice catch, man. It was in, tra- in traffic. It was contested. Nice throw from Foles, too. Um, that, that was that was good. I had another catch for 11 yards. Uh, maybe it's time for the Bears to work him in a bit more. Honestly, like... He would be a nice piece for this offense if he emerges at a red zone threat. And they're what five and one now, or the hell they're 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 very much in the playoff mix. They're probably going to make the playoffs even if they fall apart. Um, Command could be a nice a nice piece if he, they can work him in more. And he had one catch before this game. This is his first career touchdown. I don't know. Like if you get him some more red zone targets, why not? That's my uh, that's my spiel, Rob. I'm you, so happy for you. You drafted him high, so we might as well use him. Uh, most weeks I would have talked about DeAndre Swift somewhere else, but I just had so mm-hmm. many <laughs> wicked dudes. Um, Swift looked awesome against the Jaguars. They were playing Adrian Pearson early, and then Swift um, started ripping off some chunk runs. Had a 54-yard run. They they give it to him three straight times at like the goal line till he scored at one point. Had another rushing touchdown. Uh, 116 yards on the day, two TDs. I to me, he just like especially when you're watching Adrian Peterson and him, he looks so explosive in comparison. And he, my, one of my favorite runs was they 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 ran like um, they're running through the B gap, and it was just totally clogged. He fully reverses field, cuts up, and he's just faster than everybody, <laughs> and p- ends up picking up like 12, 15 yards. There's a couple runs like that, and a couple inside runs were just banging people. It was a very complete rushing performance from Swift. Although all the majority came on one carry, I, I thought it was a really solid day from him, and he should see a lot more touches going forward. At yeah. least I would hope. Yeah, I was about to say, is he going to, though? Probably not, because they love Adrian Peterson, baby. I also, uh, just a shout-out, T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. You talked about him a little bit earlier. Uh, Cam Dantzler, he was fantastic around the line of scrimmage. That's, that's Had two a and a half TFLs. Big, that will he, he's, yeah, he was awesome in run support, and... Uh, he he kind of swallowed up any of the short uh, passes that went his way. I, I, it was his best game by miles. Move him to safety. <laughs> Maybe and uh, Tyler Johnson because he caught a touchdown. Hey, I'm, I didn't. I forgot to put him down. I'm glad. Glad he mentioned it. <laughs> uh, out of nowhere, rook. Uh, hey, another Pepsi Rookie of the Week nominee, baby, Mister Relevant himself, Tate Crowder, who's been playing a lot for the Giants this year, but we haven't talked about him at all. Uh, had ten tackles. Returned a fumble for a touchdown that won them the game with three and a half minutes left. And then, because the Giants can't enjoy anything, he went on IR yesterday. But, Jesus, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, but, yeah, he's played a lot for the Giants. He's, he's like, the Giants linebackers and, like, not great, but he's been all right. And, like, that's a big performance for Mr. Irrelevant. And then to even make the team and be playing immediately, that's impressive. So, uh, I think he deserved the uh, the the big shout out this week, Rob. I will go with Harrison Hand, the Vikings mm-hmm. rookie corner. He uh, broke up a, a deep ball. He had a big special teams tackle. He looked like far more confident, competent, and confident than you'd expect out of uh, a day three rookie uh, corner in a secondary full of rookie corners. Uh, has a little swagger to him. I love his physicality. Yeah. I, I, it was just it was it was nice. They drafted so many DPS. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Uh, okay, so finally, start the road. Uh, I, I alluded to it earlier. Matt Pert, our f- favorite player, baby. I, I thought he looked pretty good when he was in there. Like, not amazing at all, but I, I thought he looked solid. I thought it wasn't much of a difference between him and Andrew Thomas. Uh, the, the weird thing was, though, Fleming had, like, a good game, especially on Chase Young. 
they only give up one sack in, in totality. But, um, I mean, this team is a disaster. The season is over, I mean, even in the NFC East. Uh, play Pert at right tackle because that's where he fits anyways. And not as a replacement for your goddamn fourth overall draft pick. Like, what? Doesn't make sense. And I, maybe it did. We love light, Matt Pert. Yeah, we do. Maybe it did light a fire under Andrew Thomas a bit, but, like, I, I, I don't understand. By the way, sticking in the same game, uh, this is just, I just wanted to mention this. Sadiq Charles got started. That's what I wanted to mention yeah. here. And they got hurt on the second snap of the game, which yeah. really sucks. But Dislocated knee. Yeah, start at uh, left or guard. Yeah, the cap. Yep, it is. that sucks big time. Uh, I'm gonna stick in the trenches of the NFC East and go with Neville Gallimore. Oh, I like it. Look, Dallas. I know you're pretending you're competing for the NFC East, and even if you win it, you're gonna lose in the first round. So who cares? You're playing Trevon Diggs, who's getting like torched every other week. You don't have a whole lot going for you on the interior defensive line. Tristan Hill's done. Gerald McCoy's done. Start Neville Gallimore. Let's see what he's got. He's a freaky athlete. He's Canadian. Uh, didn't pancake him, though. Uh, and, and Or at least have, like, I know his, his snap count has gone up the last two weeks, but at least have him, like, out there in, in certain packages. I just want to see what he's got. No, that's a good one. I, I, I didn't think about that, especially, like you mentioned, the, the injuries to IDL. I mean, Tristan Hill sucks, but he got hurt. So, um, yeah, get, get Gallimore in there, man. Uh, that's a good pick. All right. Uh, hey, and we're no longer going to make NFL picks on the show because uh, you you heard it. It wasn't great. Um, I was just going to ramble with the Vikings more. So You uh, you can follow us on Instagram at, what's the ad, AJ? I don't know. Seven rounds in heaven, it'll uh, pop up. Seven, seven rounds in heaven, it'll pop up. You follow us there. We're going to put our picks up there. We also put things like, Offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the week. Offensive and defensive prospect of the week. We spotlight different rookies and prospects for games. It's a lot of fun. We deserve the follow. Maybe we'll go live one day. Hey, no, I, I will never do an Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's like after like 2 a.m. for some reason, like some other uh, Instagrams do. Hey, follow us on what? Twitter, I guess, too. Why not? Seven rounds in heaven. It's okay, too. Less content. <laughs> it's okay.